there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And guess what? We have two amazing guests. First up, Michaela of Michaela Wine Style and the amazing, her name is the same as mine, so you know she's super dope fresh, Renee of Cork and Keg Tours. Pew, 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 pew. Everybody drink rosé. Rose. So we sip rose. We gonna sip rose. Rose. Sip rose. Baby girl, she don't play. Don't play. So we sip rose. We gonna sip rose. That rose hour, baby. Sip rose. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour. And today we are here. We are here. With with who? Bartender. Bartender Ben. It's like I think people know um who I'm here with. Yeah. But I feel like it's like the tonight show with like Jay Leno and like he would always be like to his band director, like, and today the band director, my sidekick of the show. I dig it. And then people like I dig it. I dig it. That's what they used to do. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, (laughs) You know, how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm excited because it's Wednesday, which means you guys are listening to another episode. You know, we're cranking this out. What episode? I feel like we're on like episode a million. Actually, it's episode 26. And considering that, you know, we just started doing this podcast thing. It's so cool that we've been doing it every week. We have not missed a week since we started. Not one week. <laughs> I feel like we need a chime on that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that just to speak to the consistency, because, you know, a lot of people in this space, they aren't consistent. They you know, are not. They drop an episode every month or once every two months or something, or they do it consistently for a month and then they fall off. And um, so it's good to see that, you know, we're not statistic <laughs> you are not a statistic we're, we're not a statistic we Woo-hoo! keep it going um i think we're approaching season two pretty soon yeah which um, is crazy that we're having seasons right also too we're doing a website revamp where you get all the episodes we're redoing the merch pew, pew, pew. all of that stuff so stay tuned to the rose hour podcast.com um we're we working out some kinks there yes you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll be, be back up and running. We can get some rosé hour tights, some rosé hour socks. Yes, a fan, because you know I love a good fan. Right. No matter what season, like wherever I go, I don't know if it's because of <laughs> I'm becoming a woman of an older age, but <laughs> I love a good fan. Oh, I'd be like getting warm and spicy, and I'm like, let me let me get out this pocket. I was going to make a comment, but I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah, keep that to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I can talk about my age. You cannot. Right. Um, I'm going to leave that one alone. Especially your birthday's coming up this month. Oh, man. It is. Damn. I don't even know how old I am. I do. Is it okay to tell the audience? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. How old old would I be? You will be 38. Damn. Old Whip Van Wrinkle like, self. <laughs> like what? I know, right? Like what did what did I do with thirty eight years of time? It don't feel like I've been on this planet that long. Well, contrary to popular belief in your head, you have. 
Yeah, I know. But it's just like you think back over the memories. It's like a lot of things that we don't even retain. Yeah. Like, you know, um, going through life experiences and doing shit. You're like, well, damn. There's parts of, parts of my story that I, I don't retain in my memory. And it's also because we have selective memory. True. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. You know, um... Yeah, so that happened. That happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm, August sixteenth is my birthday. I'm a a, a happy loving Leo. Happy loving Leo. Is this like a dating app right now? You know, you know. I like just, long walks. I on like the long beach. walks in the park. Um, uh, more so, I was alluding to, hey, somebody want to send some gifts. I like that. So extra. Can I can I just say that? Like, have you want to so get a bartender band, you know, a gift, a bottle of wine? Well, I think more so we should be talking yeah. about bartender bartender Ben uh, is doing a spinoff show. Oh yeah. And yeah. you guys can hear bartender Ben coming soon. Bartender Ben and friends, where he talks about all these things. And Lord knows, I'm right. a little nervous. Yeah. I'm nervous too. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna get right down into the nitty gritty, and y'all know uh, me. I'm really big entrepreneurship and um, um, wealth generation and all of that good stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna really dive into that. Um, um, we got a lot of smart individuals, a lot of smart entrepreneurs that's made a lot of headway in this space. So we want to hear their story and really. You know, outline that. Yeah. Over some rosé, because you know I love to drink that. Yes, to the rosé. Speaking of rosé, what are we on today? So today we have Laurent Pierre Brut Rosé. Man. And basically, for those who think rosé is synonymous with sweet, this is 100% Pinot Noir, and it's a bottle of bubbles. Hints of chalk and yeast peek through the moderate tannin structure, supporting traditional red fruit and citrus flavors. And we got this actually on our first international vacation. Right. We was going to Mexico and she's like, ooh, I like the shiny box. So the box is like this metal. So the bottle comes in this metal box that is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. It's a keepsake. So, right. We, we, keepsake. We kept, the, we kept the box from like years ago, um, which is cool. It's cool. I really like the uh, I like the rosé because it's it, it, it gives you it reminds me of like a freshenette. Yeah. But just mo a little bit a little bit more better. More better, more better, more mo, better. A little bit more better. Um this wine is on the more pricier side. It's like a uh, thing like 80 bucks. Yeah, um, and we got like a special bottle. edition. Right. But but we had that duty free. That definitely helped out. <laughs> yeah, so the duty free. So if you travel, it's a pink rose, uh, sort of like metal box, and it's so so pretty. And if you actually watch our virtual happy hour, it's going to be sitting behind us. We may even break it. it out and show it to you. We yes. may just show it to y'all. So join us on the happy hour tomorrow, Thursday, six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You get to see our pretty faces talking about pretty stuff. And drinking rosé. And drinking pretty stuff. And drinking pretty stuff. Yeah. Man. Well, I know um, we have two amazing guests today, and I'm really excited about them. Uh, we have Michaela uh, from Instagram. She is Michaela underscore uh, wine style, and she talks about style and wine, and she goes to vineyards. Uh, she's out in Napa. She's doing some great things. A, a young woman who is... 
up and coming in the industry, in the blogging industry, and really awesome. Yeah. But I'm also excited because you know how I feel about people with the same name as mine. Yeah. <laughs> so Renee of Cork and Keg Tours is actually out here in the DMV area. She's in Loudoun County. Her and her husband have a tour company that is about to get national recognition in a competition uh, where she talks more about that and how you can vote for her. Good stuff. And, and they're veterans too, right? And yes, and they are veterans uh, from the uh, Navy branch of the, in the Navy. In the Navy. <laughs> well, you, well, you guys know how I feel about that, but hey, they're still our brothers and sisters in arms. Yes, because I, I don't know how it all works, but like, y'all all work together. <laughs> yeah, you know, we used to say that the Navy was our school bus drivers. Why? Because they transported us where we needed to go. So the Navy transport Marines? Well, yeah, we ride on their ships. Because you guys so, don't have any. So the Navy is, no, the Marine Corps is a branch of the Navy. Oh, I don't think, it, I don't, I'm probably so, yeah, not so if you look only at the, one. Right, so you look at the Marine Corps seal, it says, you know, Department of the Navy, United States Marine Corps. Wait, say that again because you were not in the microphone. My bad. <laughs> it <laughs> says Department of the Navy, United States Marine Corps. Around the edge of the sea. Oh, I think people just look at the bottom. Right. So that's why the the Navy and the Marine Corps are so integrated. So like our combat uh, medics are Navy corpsmen. Oh. So that's why you probably heard, uh, you know. Cousin uh, Joe. Cousin Joe and I joke about it because I remember in boot camp, we had these things where like knowledge sessions where you would go and go to class and teach you about military history and Marine Corps history. And one of the things they taught us was that, you know, Navy corpsmen not only go through Navy boot camp, but they go through Marine Corps boot camp. Oh. So I remember being in boot camp, laughing to myself, thinking, what unlucky dude or gal will have to go through boot camp twice? And then I happened to have my best friend to have that experience. And we said oh. we laughed about it because I remember vividly just sitting in that classroom. I'm like, that is pretty jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> and then you but, realize in life, like, Cousin Joe is literally that person. Right. Well, we're just really excited that, you know, you and Cousin Joe have done some amazing things, been amazing places. And it's super cool to know that the Marines is part of the Navy. Oh yeah. Did know. Definitely, definitely. Um Well, I don't think I wanna keep people from our episode today, so let's jump into our first interview. Who are we interviewing first? Michaela with Michaela Weinstyle. Hey, let's do that. Then after that we got uh Keg and uh R- Renee with Cork and Keg Tours. Renee with Cork and Keg Tours. I can't wait to you know hear her interview, and also would like to talk to her and her husband because you know I have a sweet spot for veterans, even though they're in the Navy. Still got a sweet spot. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> get into it. Pew pew pew. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. And today, you guys are in for such a sweet treat. She is one of the best bloggers on Instagram for Wine and Style, helping you discover and learn more about wine while also searching for chic and affordable styles to share. 
none other than the most amazing Michaela.wine style. Yay! Yay. <laughs> hello. hello, hello. Thanks for joining us today, Michaela. Of course. No, I'm super excited to be here. Yay! So <laughs> you your one, your photos on Instagram are so amazing. And we definitely have to talk about like what kind of camera you use, like how do you get these amazing angles? You just look so vibrant, fun, festive, and just like, yeah, I want to be chic and drink fabulous wine with you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Exactly. No, it's uh to really important things in my life. So I just love to incorporate it. Yeah. So how did you get started in blogging and specifically within wine and, you know, fashion? Of course. Yeah. So I actually started out, I realized it's almost been three years and I first started with just a like lifestyle blog. Um, I was going into my senior year of college and I was focusing it more on I was traveling some, so I was more focused on travel and beauty and fashion. But then once I moved out here and got into the wine industry, I wanted my blog to kind of just transition with how my life was. And so I focused it just solely on my two passions at this time, which have developed even more, which is wine and style. And so I've always been a big fan of trying to find affordable fashion. And then um, living in wine country has just really opened my eyes to some incredible wines that I just want to try to share and bring more of a... um, a kind of laid back experience of wine instead of trying to have it so posh and bougie. Yeah. And I love your pictures, and as I mentioned earlier, and sort of like how you present the wines to to people. How did you come up with sort of like the branding, marketing for sort of like you in order to do this? Yeah, um, I kind of just played around with different things. I didn't want to be doing what every other wine blogger does. Um, I kind of wanted it just to have my own spin. I'm in my early 20s. So I really want to represent like just my fun um, personality with it and just allow it to be more of a like approachable um, place for people to learn about wine. Yeah. So when, how did you like get into wine as well? I know like my first wine happened when I was in college. Um, it was actually like Boone's farm and it's not really a wine. It's like a (laughs) wine liqueur, but I was like, Oh, this is delicious. But it's like in the wine section. So then I started like perusing down the aisles and I was like, Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so happy compared to the heart liquor. And the cost per liquor percentage is also great, too. Uh, So as a college (laughs) kid, I was like, I'm here for the wine and box of wine. I'm not too bougie for. (laughs) So how did you fall in love with wine? Um, No, definitely in college, I would have like rosé and sweet wine with my friends occasionally. Um, But I really didn't get that much into it until I actually started when I moved out here and got my first job. Um, so I, the summer before my senior year was working on distillery, um, doing marketing, like interning, and that kind of opened my eyes to the beverage world. And then my grandparents have always lived in Petaluma, California, Mm. which is in Sonoma County. And so my sister was getting married my senior year out here in California. And so I came out with them and, um, we were doing the wedding and everything, but then I stayed for a little bit longer and went wine tasting for the first time. And it was actually at Francis Ford Coppola and just thought this was the coolest thing and was talking to the people doing the tastings. And they're like, 
yeah, you don't need any special degree. Like you can um, like get your start here and learn as you go. And so that just kind of inspired me. So I decided after college, that's what I would do. Wow. I'm here for it. Now within blogging, right? How did you start actually becoming a blogger? Like what was the process you went through to sort of like create, you know, Michaela? Uh, yeah. Um, it's been such a learning curve, um, for me definitely. But the first thing is honestly, I just, um, purchased a WordPress like domain and start playing around with it. Pinterest is my best friend for resources. Mm -hmm. I would literally just like search like how to start a blog and, um, how to do this, like how to, um, get your feed to be cohesive and, how to use hashtags and how to do this and that. So Pinterest is my go-to for everything, which is really fun. Yes, Pinterest is amazing. And I'm pretty sure your page is super dope. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if there is something else that you could be doing, you know, within the wine industry, what would it be? Um, in what way? So, you know, like some people are like, well, maybe I can become a winemaker or own a wine shop or store Mm -hmm. or something like that. Definitely. I think my passion is more, I would just want to have a wine brand and kind of work with an amazing winemaker. I am not, (laughs) I am not um, technical enough with chemistry and all the science that actually goes into winemaking, but Mm -hmm. I find it really fascinating. Um, and I definitely would love to just like kind of had it, have a small wine brand one day to put my like final touches on it and everything. So where do you get your wines from that you discuss? Are you like reaching out or do people send it to you? It's a little bit of both. Um, When I very first started out and on this wine stuff, I was definitely reaching out as much as I could. Um, I would like DM brands on Instagram and like ask to get uh, like a PR person or their marketing team's email and kind of just let them know what I'm doing. And um, it just started coming and now more places are reaching out to me, which is really awesome. Um, It's such a fun um, kind of brand and blog to be a part of because you, you like get to enjoy it all the time. It's not just a, it's not really a job or a chore or anything like that. Um, but I also try to go out and buy some, like go to the grocery stores and really try to find like good, affordable wine. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a lot of like testing and trials. And like, I definitely also like to share ones that I don't love because I like to be real with people. Um, Mm -hmm. and if a brand ever sends me a wine that I'm not a huge fan of, I don't want to really promote it because I want my audience to be able to trust me and know that like, I'm not just giving them fluff on every single wine. Yeah. And that makes sense. So how do you do that? Like when you, you meet a wine that you're like, "Mm, not my palate. How do you one talk to the company about that? Because I feel like that's so like, ah, like anxiety filled. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It seriously is. And honestly, it hasn't happened too often because I also like to think I'm like, oh, is it still good wine and it's just not for me? Mm -hmm. Or is it just like not good wine? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And so this has only happened a couple of times. And I've honestly just reached back out and been like, Hi, thank you so much for sending me this wine. Unfortunately, um, it's not 
up to my taste. And so I don't think I will be able to share it with my audience. If you would like me to reimburse you for sending me the wine, please let me know. And they're always like super kind about it. And they're like, oh, we totally understand. We want you to be able to enjoy it. Um, and if there's anything like we could send you in the future, please let us know. Wow. So, but it's only happened a couple of times. Like it's not um, like the more not good wine I find in the grocery store trying to like find those like under $10 bottles and like just taking mm-hmm. a risk with. I feel like it's half and half of like good and bad. Yeah. And it's so interesting, like how like my new slow jam is Trader Joe's um, to purchase oh, yes. wine and like. I literally have just stood in the aisle for like an hour, like not overwhelmed, but just I want to taste them all. I feel like it's Pokemon (laughs) and I just want to go through it. Yeah. Is there like a grocery store that you love that you're like, you guys definitely should try um, or or I definitely think Trader Joe's has Mm -hmm. such a great wine selection because they carry so many from like um, different countries as well as local California wine. Yeah. Um, and I also really love that they have the little, uh, tags that give you descriptors of the wine itself from the Trey Joe's people. Yes. Um, and then another thing I really like to use if I'm getting overwhelmed trying to figure it out, it's called the Vino. It's an app. Um, and they're really great. It's you do your own reviews and like, like it's, um, consumers do the reviews it's not a rating system or anything like that and so it's just coming from real people and you get to see different descriptions and like it's on a five-star thing so it makes it really simple or helpful wow and it's called avino right the app the vino love you um, okay no it's v-i-v one second v-i-v-i-n-o oh okay Vino. got it well, that's kind of cool. And I'm pretty sure a shout out to Vivino uh, sponsor, uh, <laughs> Michaela. <laughs> right? uh, there's yeah. there's an ad right there, you guys. Um, so as a blogger, like, what do you think has been like one of the most problematic things you've seen within the industry? Um, probably right now, I think. With everything going on um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and George Floyd, wineries not taking this opportunity to bring diversity to the table because the mm-hmm. wine industry is so lacking in diversity. Yeah. Um, and it's really disappointing seeing wineries just be silent during this time or even worse, not only being silent, but just continuing on with their regularly scheduled plans mm-hmm. and stuff. Thankfully, the wineries like I've been working with when I had promotions this week or um, I had paid campaigns, I was just like, I'm putting this on pause. I hope you understand. And everyone's like, yep, we're putting all of our campaigns on pause right now. Like this takes priority, which is awesome. Well, that's good that the industry's some people, right, are acknowledging what's happening. It's definitely not all, but it is a handful. And I've been trying to share resources on in my stories this past week of not only black owned wineries but also um kind of calling out the wineries that aren't doing this because mm-hmm. i've seen from a couple of my girlfriends that are doing it they've even reached out to these wineries and sent them this really awesome letter that's just like hey we're supporters of you and this is something that's really important to us we encourage you to go silent or we encourage you to speak out and share and donate and stuff like that 
Wow. Uh, well, thank you for that work because, you know, I'm, I'm new to the industry-ish in a way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm a lobbyist by trade and deal with small business um, mm-hmm. and tax and, you know, budget policies. Um, so like the tariffs issue that many of these, um, yeah. yeah, that many of these uh, wine companies were experiencing, you know, I was helping to try to help here in DC, uh, get that, you know, lifted because the actual situation had nothing to do <laughs> with, uh, you know, these industries like the wine industry, but it's good to hear that, you know, there is a voice and thank you for being a voice um, and, and letting the, these uh, wineries know that, you know, we're all in this together and, you know, nothing happens that it will be great if everyone doesn't play their part. So thank you for your, you know, courage and standing up in this moment. Thank you. Of course. No, it is literally the least we can do, I feel like, is just to uplift other voices, especially with how many resources there are out there today, which is really awesome. Yeah. And then I also saw this one resource um, where it was actually a list of all the wineries in California that donated to Trump. And it's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's really putting your money where your mouth is. And I saw that too. And I shared that. And it was a little um, scary. It was eye opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I think I I think I did see it on your page and I reshared it. (laughs) So thank you. See, look Um, at you. You're so woke. I love it. Ah, uh, yes. I have a, my brother-in-law is black. And so when my sister and my brother-in-law, if they ever have children, like I want it to be a different world for them. Yes. I don't want it to be the entering into the world today. Oh, thank you for that. And of course. to your future niece and nephew, they, they appreciate that. <laughs> They're on too. <laughs> so I know I usually ask this last, but I know this may be a few moments. What is your favorite rosé? Yes, I have been thinking about this. And so as well as Trey Joe's Whole Foods also has a great wine selection. Yes. And I discovered this one that is Argenti- from Argentina and it's called Innovation, I believe. But the I is an exclamation point and it's a liter of rosé and it's mm. only like $10 and it's a blend of Malbec and Syrah. And it is such a good rosé for the price, especially. It is so delicious and easy drinking. Um, and But then I also really love sparkling rosé. Yes. That is one of my absolute favorites um, because bubbles, of course, are always amazing. And so put that with a um, rosé. You just have my eyes. Um, <laughs> they had you at hello. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. Okay, so my final, final question, because I I just appreciate all you do um, for the industry and marketing, you know, for these amazing vineyards that are doing great things during this time and also have great rosé. How can people connect to you? Yes. um, So I am on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook as Michaela.WineStyle. Like to keep it very simple. Um, and then my blog is thewinestyle.com. And so you can go on there. You can subscribe. I have some really exciting stuff coming up. Um, soon I am partnering with one of my other wine blogger friends, Olivia, and we're going to be doing a starting a live happy hour. That's going to be Ooh. weekly covering different wineries um, and pairing them with cheeses or doing wine cocktails. And they're going to be short and sweet and just fun. Yes, I love a good happy hour. So yes, oh, yes. the Rose Hour podcast will be watching. 
<laughs> well, thanks, Michaela. We really appreciate it and all you do. And we hope to have you on again uh, after COVID and personally meet you in California so you could take us oh, around yeah. to some wineries. <laughs> Would absolutely love that. Yeah, they are just starting to open back up and I'm actually going wine tasting today, which Yay! I'm so excited for. Look at you. God, to be in California. <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> I know it really is. I'm even on rough days. I'm still so grateful to be in this place. Oh, the sunshine just mm-hmm. shines a little brighter in California. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, thanks, Michaela, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to follow Michaela um, and also go to her website, subscribe and look out for her virtual happy hours. So thanks, awesome. Michaela. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Michaela. Such a great interview. We really appreciate the time you took out to spend a few moments with us to talk about all the amazing things you're doing. We're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we are talking to the most amazing Renee of Cork and Keg Tours. Pew, pew, pew. Hey there, friends, it's Renee here at the Rosé Hour Podcast. And today, you guys, your brain is about to explode. She is also named Renee. What? On two Renees, one episode. She's doing amazing things. She's in Virginia. She has her own cork and keg tours, which is the name of the company. The amazing, the fantastic, the devilicious, and also my new best friend, You already do. I mean, you are already award winning. I mean, come on. <laughs> what more can be said? Oh, uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just speechless <laughs> myself on how it's all come together because all I do is just work and do what I think works. And this work has been working. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> the work works, girl. Work it, girl. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I'm finding out. That is exactly what I'm finding out. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Renee, for inviting me. I was so excited when I saw your message um, on Instagram because I was like, oh, my God, another Renee with another wine podcast? What's this all about? And I listened to it, and I just loved your energy, and I just felt like, Aww. yeah, I need to be there. <laughs> well, we I can't wait till, like, COVID, whatever. I don't even know. Life is never going to be the same. But we're going to figure this out because I got to come meet you because your company is something so innovative, so cool. Like, how did you even get into becoming, one, into the wine industry, and then... Two, you have this amazing tour company. Uh, like, I need the I need the tea. <laughs> How did you get into all of this? This lifestyle, girl, you are living the yeah. life. I'm telling you, it has been, you know, it, it, it's been amazing. And, you know, by amazing, I don't mean perfection. A lot of people think that when you say mm-hmm. your business is amazing and things are great, that means things are without problems. No, the problems make the, the, the benefits better. You know, the losses make the wins stand way out. So we have had our ups and downs. I mean, peaks and valleys all the time. But the wins are so much bigger than the losses. It's just like, that's why we do this. Yes. So 
Yeah, so we got into it. Um, just the way the business started was in 2016, my husband had gotten laid off from his job. He's in cybersecurity. And we've been, you know, we're both Navy veterans. We had been in the industry, you know, hundreds of people in the area. He's like, I'm going to lay around and binge watch some, you know, Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. And then I'll go get this job in a few months. I was like, oh, babe, you know, you've been doing it for 20 years. Of course you will. Well, the months go by and mo- months go by and months go by. And this job is not materializing. But he's stressing out. And he's like, oh, my God, our benefits are going to run out. We've only got a few months of savings. What are we going to do? So we go for this long drive and he's like, well, what if we started our own business and did our own thing? So I'm not just one jerk depending away from paying our mortgage. You know, we can be self-sufficient. And I was like, I'm all about it. I make up a new, new, you know, career in my head every minute. I am not risk averse. <laughs> so I was like, yes, let's do this. What should we do? And, and he's like, I don't know. He's like, you know, we know a lot of people in the wine and the brewery industry here in Loudoun, and nobody does tours like the ones we take when we go to Sonoma on vacation. What if we made our own tour company out here and did that? So fast forward, we decide to do that. We sit, we sit down, we open a bottle of wine, of course, and spit all some names. Came up with Cork and Keg Tours. We bought the, the domain name because it wasn't already taken. Started work on the logo. And then as soon as we buy the LLC and start designing the van, he gets a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> Throwing a little curveball. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It was that we were like, okay, well, then this will just be our side hustle. So now we take it from being our full-time thing. Because I had a full-time job, too, but. We took it from that to just being a weekend thing to see how it worked. And then we decided, okay, we'll figure out if this is going to be, you know, successful or not. And three years later, we are busier than ever. We turn away as much work as we can accept because it's just the two of us. Just one beautiful, tricked out, luxurious Mercedes Sprinter. Oh, yes. Every reality TV show that I've seen, I'm like, yes, I want to do that one day. Thank you for telling me what it is. <laughs> yes, yes. So I call our Sprinter Flojo, which our, our clients under 30 don't get, but everybody else knows Flojo. Oh, I know Flojo. Yes. Right? Right? Beautiful black Sprinter with a big motor and lots of style. Yes. So that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our Flojo. But the way that wine came about for us was very, like, random. So... Um, it was our, our anniversary. It was our fourth anniversary. Our son had just been born. And my husband takes me out to this restaurant. We were stationed in Pensacola, Florida. He takes me out to, to dinner at this uh, fish house, this sushi restaurant that we used to love in Pensacola. And um, so we're finally, you know, like, what are we, our late 20s, early 30s. And finally, we decide to have wine instead of beer with dinner. So we asked the waiter to just pack her in the bottle. And he brings out this Riesling. I'll never forget. It was a 96 Dr. Spanish Ooh. Riesling. It was dry. And it was the first time I recognized pairing wine with food instead of wine with a buzz. Ooh. So, yeah. So <laughs> this was my awakening moment where I was like, oh, my God. You taste how different the salmon is that you take a bite of this or take a sip of this wine. And we just started recognizing all these differences. We're like... Oh my God, there's something here. So then we moved, you know, fast forward, we moved to wine country and we start looking at, you know, wine here and start going to Sonoma because he's got a conference in, you know, San Francisco. And wine just started becoming a bigger and bigger part of our lives. And so once we started the business, I also decided to go and get my um, WSET2 um, certification, which is um, wine, uh, wine spirits education trust. It's one of the, 
you know, the oldest wine education and certification, um, you know, companies out there. And um, discovered that I had this really refined palate where I can just taste these non-fruit things in wine and pick them out and can really just delve into the beauty of wine. So that's how we started the company and that's uh, why we love it because I plan on being a certified specialist of wine and growing this company out into having vans all over the USA. Wow. This is, I mean, this is bananas. Like, you literally not only have, like, the education for, you know, the the WSET2 certification, you also, like, were in the, the, the military. So thank you and your husband for your service. Um, and then you create this amazing, like, tour company to teach people and have fun. What? Yes. <laughs> it's all of that well you know it's funny I did an interview recently and somebody was asking me how does my military training you know come into play with what I'm doing now and it's really the fact of when you have a problem you don't just sit back and wait for someone to save you you figure out a way to get through that and that's what we did as soon as we recognized okay we might have a problem here let's do something let's do something that we love and let's do something that we love on a higher level and so we took we, we took the entire approach to doing this um, as an ally to the wineries, so to speak, and the breweries. So we became an extension of them and brought people to them in a way that makes it work really well for those, you know, their operations. But also, we incorporated all the stuff that we wish we had on wine tours. So wow. now we do like karaoke. We have you know, we have two forty so we put karaoke songs up there for people to just scream at the top of their lungs which they love oh. um, you know we have lots of ice water we give them you know um, just a lot of personal attention personal uh, playlists and personal slideshows so people send us hundreds of pictures and we let them play their memories while they're while they're on the tour I mean we made it exactly what we want we're trying to get more vans so we can take one of our own tours <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that like you guys are like, uh, we kind of want to do this too. <laughs> uh, seriously. And it's just, it just became something very unique. And it's really cool too, because we do a lot of bachelorette parties. And at the bachelorette parties, invariably, someone's like, you guys have been married 26 years. Tell us the magic. Tell Aww. us the secret. Yeah. And so we always, you know, give them, you know, our little kind of advice for keeping a marriage strong, which... Some of the girls don't really appreciate, but most of them get the joke and they're fine with it. But, uh, yeah, so we, um, you know, it, it's a part of the whole thing of doing it together as a couple. And when we're up there driving, it's when we're telling jokes to each other. We're talking about our son, who is 21. Um, we're just kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're communicating and it's where we catch up with each other. And it's kind of like a date. I mean, even though we're working, we're in wine country, we're taking selfies, you know, we're having fun and helping other people create memories. Uh, what better side gig could anybody possibly come up with? I mean, you guys have won 2020. So not like it was a competition, but, <laughs> but 2020 has been very horrible. Uh, you guys are the winners of 2020. <laughs> because how cool is it that as a husband and wife duel, you guys have this amazing business. You guys recently won an award too, correct? Well, we were nominated. We are still in the throes of voting, which is incredible. So we were nominated as one of the top wine uh, tour companies 
in America from USA Today's 10 Best Readers Poll. So what does all that mean? That means that there are 20 wine country companies out of hundreds in America that were, um, you know, looked at. So these 20, um, we are all nominated, and now people are voting between now and August 10th um, to pick who's number one. And as of right this minute, we are number one. I just don't even... Uh, <laughs> I did all the time. Oh my god! That's because you're Renee. When you did that, yeah, it's because you're a Renee as well. That is our. Uh, that's like our bird Renee. call. It's like. Pew, it's pew, pew. <laughs> so, oh my god! So yeah, we got the announcement on Monday, and it has been just bananas. I mean, people are sharing and voting and supporting. I'm like, hey, y'all, don't burn out now because we've got voting until August 10th. So no voter burnout. Vote every day for us, for Cork and Keg Tours. I mean, it is just to be in the top 20. I mean, we're the only one in Northern Virginia. Wow. There's two other Virginia companies nominated that are in Charlottesville, but you know, we got this from, you know, from Nova. So it's like, uh, okay, well, everybody get behind us because we're the Nova candidate. Let's go. Yes. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, that is like it's crazy. so fetch. I'm here for all of that. So fetch. Thank you, Renee. Oh, <laughs> so we will just, be voting for you, just so you know. We're going to vote. You. We're going to be like Chicago uh, politics here. We're going to vote. Go to vote often and daily and vote dead. So those that are not alive, <laughs> right. you're gonna have the ghost of voting for you. Yes, we're here yes. for it. Vote early, vote early, vote, vote often. often. That is the button. <laughs> we got so, you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's happening right now. And then we're just planning all of the tours that we've got. We've got almost twice as many tours in the book as of today that we had this time last year wow. for the same time period. So I really credit that to not letting myself disappear, not letting our company disappear during COVID because we had to close our doors on March 14th. Wow. Um, couldn't do tours because all the wineries and breweries were closed. Plus, you know, we had to keep ourselves uh, safe. So we weren't trying to do that anyway. Right. But um, while we were closed, you know, people were like, oh, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to make money? I was like, well, my husband has a full-time job. So, you know, we're not going to be eating Sam, you know, but, you know, this is, you know, this is thousands of dollars a month that's not coming in. Right. And um, so I decided, okay, well, all I can do right now, I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, book our $1,200 tour, you know, for the end of the year. Nobody's thinking about that. So I went to the place of making posts that were helpful um, to people, um, promoting all the businesses that were still open and helping them to get business, um, especially the restaurants. Uh, and breweries and wineries that were doing deliveries and um, food to go and all of that. I just became one of their biggest fans. So I was helping all those businesses, doing Facebook Live just to stay in touch with people. And I started doing wine tastings online. So I would listen. Yeah, I would just literally go into my wine fridge, pick out a bottle and be like, this is what I'm drinking. What's in your glass? And we would talk about the wine tasting notes and, you know, what was going on. It morphed into me doing more local wine. So I was getting wine from right around here in Loudoun and drinking them and then having the winemakers or the winery owners come on and talk about their wine, you know, um, on the Facebook Live, which is very cool. And then somehow that karaoke got dragged into the mix. <laughs> you guys are karaoke 
Oh my God! Yes. Can we join one? <laughs> oh, hundred percent! I do it every Friday at six p.m. Now it used to be three days a week, then it became two days a week. Now with all the tours, I'm doing it just on Fridays at six, like a happy hour thing. But yeah, so I take requests, and I and I can't sing at all. I mean, I can perform like three songs. Otherwise, I can't sing. Oh, so I'm here for it. Really, oh, such bad karaoke, and people love it. And so I got all these messages from people who are quarantined alone back in March and April and May, just saying, you know what? I look forward to this every night because nobody else in my family lives here. I'm here by myself, and when I turn on and see your energy and listen to you sing and drink wine with you, Aww. it makes my day. So thank you. I hope you never stop. So I was like, oh, how am I ever going to stop doing this? So you're so magical. Yeah. I love it. Yes, yeah. look at you bringing bringing peace and blessings and fun to people all around Aww. the world. That's so beautiful. Uh, you know, I was just trying to stay relevant and having fun, and and it it turned out that you know, you don't always know when you're a part of something bigger or when a little thing to you is a big thing to someone yes, else. That's and very that's true. That's a huge, yeah, that's a huge lesson that I've taken away from you know from COVID and for everything that's going on right now for civil rights. Is you never know when something you say or do is going to resonate with someone who is struggling or looking for something. And that has just been the theme of my life the past three weeks. Just little things are just piling up and making a difference to somebody else. And I'm like, all I did was share a recipe for macaroni and cheese. And, uh, <laughs> but it's, this, it's the little things in life. It's never the big, you know, grandiose things. It's always like... You never know. Someone's like their grandmother made the best macaroni and they never had macaroni with cheese with milk made with it. I don't know. Just I can't cook. So whatever. <laughs> That's little things. You get yeah. point, though. Yeah, you, right? you, you see where I'm going on this train. Can... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just never know. So I've come to this place where I'm like, you know what? I'm not holding back. If I think it, I say it. That's not always a good thing. But um, more often than not, you know, it's just been it's just been really empowering and freeing to be able to, you know, use um, my platform to reach a lot of people. You know, and it's it's not just all about the wine, you know, and the beer, although that's the, the brunt of it. But that's not all it is. I mean, it's also bringing people together, people who haven't seen each other in a long time, yeah. um, people celebrating milestones, and just being a part of a big celebration or being a part of a special moment we wouldn't trade it for the world so it's it's pretty incredible oh that's so amazing it's so beautiful like thank you for your contribution to america and the world and just society as a whole i think people forget that like connectivity and you know during social distancing i think a lot of people realized you know they need that they need the connections and so what you're providing is more than just education it's love Thank you for loving. <laughs> well, thank you, too, because that comes through on your podcast as well. And that's why I was so excited to come on, because I was like, oh, my gosh, she like she, she gets me. She she knows what the Renee world is like. Yes. It, it, it just it just comes across. And it's really it's really nice to have those differences of opinions and those different um, things that people are going through and coming together and and finding common ground, even if you don't agree on everything. Oh, what's fun about being in lockstep? Nothing. It's great to have conversations and to, you know, find out different things about people. And, you know, when people's, you know, tongues get loose after that second winery, they're like asking all kinds of questions. Oh, like, I bet. Don't ask a question. Yeah, I'm like, don't ask a question you don't want an answer to. And, you know, so it's funny. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 
you know, you're right. We're kind of winning 2020 right now. We're staying healthy. We're keeping our family close. We're connecting with people. And we are not letting go. We are not letting 2020 beat us. Yes. You're going to beat 2020. Yes. Okay. I got, I got to ask this question. What's Mm -hmm. the wildest question you've been asked thus far on a tour? Ooh. um, Well, once a woman asked if I could drive and my husband could ride in the back with them. So that was a hard no. Wait. (laughs) What? Girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like rubbing on his back. Pre COVID, obviously. Rubbing on his back. Like, he's so sweet. We just love your husband. Can you drive him back with us and you drive? Where's the hell no to the no, no, no when you need it? I was like, that cost extra. (laughs) Right. That cost way more than you could afford, ma'am. I'm so sorry. But you could pour another cup of wine. (laughs) Go ahead and do that. It was so funny. So that was really cute. That was, and she was like, I, what? She was probably sixty-five if she was a day. Although now that I'm almost fifty, that doesn't seem that old, but it seems like old at the time. So yeah, I mean, because so, yeah, it's, so it's definitely like, are you a cougar, cougar? Like you're du- you're mm-hmm. cougar squared. <laughs> Oh yeah, well that's what her that's what all her girlfriends were saying. She's like, back off, Cougar. She, he's already got his female lioness and so it was a big joke for oh. everybody. It was cute. But um, I love it. But yeah, I mean, I feel like we've had, you know, a few like crazy things. Like one time we um so we have the videos, like I said, we have the videos in the back of the van and we had um a a, a couple who was celebrating the birthday. And she got some videos of this guy's niece who he had never met. She was just born. So she had a video up there of that. And from the front, all we hear is just this weird, like, flying noise. And it sounded kind of crazy, but we didn't know at the time that it was a baby. So we opened the back of the van, and they get out of the van, and they're all cracking up laughing. Some of them have tears in their eyes. And the one guy says to us, don't worry, it wasn't porn. It was a baby. <laughs> We were like, oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> now it makes sense. Because we could not tell from the sound. You know when babies cry and they're like really out of breath and they're just kind of just over the top. Yeah. Just, we didn't know what we were hearing. We're like, what is this video? Oh, my God. Who's getting tortured? What's happening? So, yeah. So, the guy just comes out just laughing. They're, they're all just cracking up. You know. And, uh, yeah. So, that was that was one of the one of the best. <laughs> Wine and beer make you do things that are so different. <laughs> yeah, it was really, well, it was funny too, because the, the guy who saw his niece, he was actually crying, so he was all emotional. And, um, you know, so we were just like, what just happened back there? So then they explained it all. That was really good. I kind of stepped on my own punchline, but the point was that we don't have cameras back there. And sometimes we just hear things and we're like, we don't know what that is, but it is not our business. Let's just let it go. Right. <laughs> not meant for us. Not my monkey. Yep. Not my circus. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Well, we just let them know. Look, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's no cameras back there. However, you know, don't do anything you're going to regret. And, and we've had great people. I mean, we just don't. We don't, we don't have, we haven't had any knock on wood. We haven't had any issues. Our guests have all been amazing. Oh, yes. And they will continue being amazing since you were like super the duper booked. Uh, you just are having even more great guests that are coming on tour. So that is so awesome. 
Yay! Yeah, that's the way it's going. I mean, what's in the industry right now, you know, even though, you know, we were all closed for so long, the sales for delivery and shipping and pickup have gone through the roof. So people yeah. who had never tried wines at these local wineries have now tried them, and now they can't wait to go out and have the experience, which is why we're so busy. So, you know, everything, we all work together during COVID to really, you know, try to stay relevant and, and alive, and it worked. And so now, I mean, just... You know, it's not that some wineries aren't struggling. Some are, but, um, but there's a lot of support out there. So we're in a good place. Aww. Definitely in a good place. That is amazing. Yay. Mm-hmm. So how can people connect with you? Oh, so we're all over social media. I'm massive on Facebook, Cork and Keg Tours on Facebook. Um, on Instagram, Cork and Keg Tours on Insta. Um, I have a profile on LinkedIn, but don't worry about that. Yeah, don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> and then, of course, corkandkegtours.com is our website. And um, yeah, we you know we welcome people to come on and talk about things and request wine that I drink on the on the virtual wine tasting, ask questions about our tours, look at all the pictures. Um, you can find our reviews on TripAdvisor, where we are happily number one in several Yay! places. Yay! Um, Google, we have a lot of reviews, and, and Yelp as well. So we, you know, if you just put Cork and Keg Tours into your search engine, uh, I'm coming up, and you can find me like that. So yes. thank you for asking that. That's well, and you the, also have a podcast, too, your podcast. Oh. Yes, I always forget about my dang podcast. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm not going to forget about it. I got you, Renee. I got Renee. you. Yes, I got you. Thank girl. you. You got my butt. Yes, <laughs> Start Whining is our podcast. And so on that podcast, which I hope you will be a guest on. Oh, um, so we just talk about, you know, I want to make wine approachable. I want to let people feel comfortable um, when they go to a winery. How is it different than a bar? What kind of etiquette should they know? So I talk about things like that. I talk about the junk food that you compare with wine. And which wine goes best with Taco Bell? I know. I can tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to have a sidebar. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, you know, then we take it to the next level. You know, we talk about different regions of wine and how to pick wine at, at the supermarket, how to pick wine when you're at a restaurant. I mean, I do all these things just to help people kind of feel good about their decisions on wine or how to figure out how to make a decision. That's the biggest hesitation people think. They're like, well, I know I like rosé, but I don't know if I like all rosés. How do I know which rosé I might like and not just pick it by the pretty label, you know? Mm -hmm. So we talk about all those things just to really make wine more um, people-friendly. And so that's my goal. So that's what Start Whining is all about. And sometimes we talk about entrepreneurship. Sometimes we talk about parenting and we compare our children to wine. (laughs) (laughs) My kid's a Chardonnay, just so you know. I think my mom and dad would call me a rosé, a sparkling rosé at that. Now, why would they call you a sparkling rosé? What about you as a sparkling rosé? I think because I'm fun, festive, and sparkly. <laughs> I like all of that. I, that's that's perfect. That's, <laughs> yes. And that's how I feel about sparkling rosé. Sparkling rosé is just... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, good. I love it. I love it. Oh. Well... Since we're talking about rosé, <laughs> and it's like Final Jeopardy, I ask all the guests this question. What's okay. your favorite rosé? 
Okay, so I am a rosé all day kind of Renee, okay? Yes, so Renee, I all love... day, all day, rosé, yay! <laughs> Renee, rosé all day, okay? Yes, so I do love my rosé. Now, I didn't used to. Three or four years ago, I thought most rosé was kind of sour. It hit my palate in the back of my tongue and kind of gave me a bite and a little feeling in my ear. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, but... Recently, rosés have, I don't know if it was the weather from, you know, 2017, 2018, whatever it is, they are more mellow and more mellow on the acidity in the bite and more robust in the fruit flavor. So, I have a lot of favorites. One thing I'm not going to do is pick a local favorite because all of them are dear to my heart and I love them all for different reasons. So, I'm going to pick my favorite Sonoma Rosé, which is where we started our whole wine journey with Wine Club. And it is from Pangloss Cellars. They have a tasting room. Yes, they have a tasting room in the Sonoma Square. Although we became members of theirs before they even moved in this big, gorgeous tasting room. They were just a tiny little place in Sun Ellen. But what I love about this rosé is it's got not just strawberry notes, but like, like um, almost like strawberry jam or like strawberry ugh, puree. I mean, it's just really Ooh. good, fresh fresh, like, bursting strawberries. And then other, like, on the finish, it's a little bit creamy, so it's not quite vanilla, but more like, um, you know when you have a really good, like, shaved butter and, like, almond, like, kind of body oil, and it just feels so smooth, and it just, it makes you feel silky? That's what this does to the tongue, right? It's a feeling more than a taste. It's got a really balanced acidity, so it pairs well with lots of different foods. Great with creamy cheeses, great with grilled meat and salmon. So this Tangloss Rosé, we just pop it, and sometimes we just pair it with a glass, but we can pair it with so many foods because the acidity is just perfectly balanced. So Tangloss Cellars Rosé is the pick from Renee today. Yes, Renee's pick of the day for the rosé. Yes. (laughs) Well, Renee, I cannot wait to meet you in person and take one of your tours uh, and vote for you. How can people vote for you again? For um, yes, so if you go to ten, if you go to USA Today ten best. Um, that's the quickest way because the URL is kind of long. But if you Google USA Today ten best. It will come up with the current contest, and we are listed under um, Best Wine Tour Company. <laughs> Just saying that drives me insane. Yes. I can't. I can't even believe it. But yes, yeah, so we are <laughs> listed there because you are the best. Um, yes, you know I, that leaves me speechless. I'm having a hard time still articulating my gratitude for just the the people who have been so supportive and Aww. and. I don't, I don't even know how it happened. I just know that, you know, you know, supportive people get supported. And I feel like all of these great things are just full circle. There are so many great people who have helped me. And so I'm trying to return that, you know, in my community. And suddenly these beautiful things are happening. And, it, you know, you don't do it for something good to happen to you. But when something good does happen to you, you think back and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, mm-hmm. this this is what happens when you go outside of yourself and you're not even thinking about what you're doing for you. And it's, it's been, it's been crazy. I'm yeah. Sorry. Rambling. No, (laughs) please continue on. We appreciate it. We do. We do. We do. Well, we're so excited. We can't wait. 
we're um we're gonna follow so if you're not following follow um renee at cork and keg tours on all social media platforms check out their website get a tour and renee we are so thankful for having you on the show today you are so much fun (laughs) thank you to you too renee you are as fun as all renee's should be you are like the epitome of the renee-ness so thank you for this it's been a blast I can't wait to meet you too and you know just have a great time with you and your friends let us show you Loudoun County wineries I will take you to all my favorite rosé places in Northern Virginia that's what we will do (laughs) Renee is shaking with excitement yes (laughs) (laughs) well we'll have a special episode that day called drinking with Renee's there we go. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> I just recorded a live podcast at Blue Moss Winery. And Ooh. I tasted one of their roses. And I just recorded live because my guests were being taken care of. They had a waitress. And I was like, I got 15 minutes to kill. Let me just go ahead and record this podcast. So I, I did. That's right. Yeah, it turned out great. The winemaker actually came on and listened to the podcast. And then he commented and told me everything that I got right and everything that I got wrong. So that was really fun. So, you know, I don't read tasting notes. And I'm, I just, I, I love just the whole idea of it. So, yes, let's talk about it offline. Get you guys out here for your own socially distanced tour. So you can get a flavor of what it's like to do rosé all day with another Renee. There Yay! you go. All right, guys, look forward to that episode coming to you soon. Yes, coming live. <laughs> Again, thanks, Renee. Cheers. Cheers to you too, Renee. Have a great day. Yay! Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Renee. I mean, we voted for you, so we hope everybody else out here goes to you know the website and it's in the link of this episode to vote for you guys for the best tours and we know you're going to win because they are the best want to thank both of our guests Michaela and Renee for joining us today we appreciate you both and we're so excited that next week we'll have two more fantastic guests don't forget to follow us subscribe all of those amazing things here at the Rosie Hour Podcast Check us out on our website, therosyhourpodcast.com. We have some awesome merch there that you can get. You want to make sure you got some good Rose Hour merch. And join us on Thursdays for our virtual happy hour and Sundays for our Rose Hour brunch and soulful Sundays. As always, friends, sip, sip, hooray. Don't forget to drink some more Rose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to bartender Ben and all the production crew. Angeline to my niece actually too who's also on our new staff here at the Rosie Hour so appreciate everybody who makes this happen don't forget tune in next week cheers